everybody. We're back for part two of our relationship, Tackle the Text. Uh, these sages and psychological <laughs> giants slayed the church as it related to relationships on last weekend. If you haven't, go back to our YouTube channel and make sure you watch it again. The last one, two, three, and this is four. You need to combine with this, the last three Tackle the Text, and you just need to continuously watch those four. Um, all summer long in conjunction with all of the new content that we will put out because I think the last four, including this one, are some of the most important discussions we've had um, all pandemic and all year long. And we're going to pick back up with relationships. And I read all of those comments. And here's one thing that I came came out with, Pastor uh, Hammond. They kept saying, well, I'm not married, so what do you have to say to me? You know, I'm in a relationship, but it's not that serious. And I'm not going to be committing to somebody who ain't committed to me. I read it all. So let's talk to singles today then. Oh, yeah. Let's talk to singles. And let's, and let's let people know that you don't have to be single to have something to say to singles. Ooh. Yes, sir. Right? That before yes, you were Marcia's husband and you were Kim's husband, you were on your own. Yes, sir. And, and it doesn't matter if it was 27 years ago. doesn't matter if it was 10 years ago. You are and were an individual. Yes, sir. And, and, and I want to give a scripture to singles because very rarely can you find one for you. You know, it's always talking about husbands, uh, treat your wives, love yeah, your wives yeah, like your Christ wife, loved man. the church, and, yeah. and wives obey your husband, and, and, <laughs> and children obey your parents, and it's all this family stuff. But what does the Bible say to single people? If you're single, I got you a scripture. I got you a scripture. And mm-hmm. we define single mm-hmm. as somebody mm-hmm. who's not married. So you may have a boo, yeah. but this is still yeah. your scripture. You're still, you're still, you're still single. <laughs> yeah, you're still you're single. Not married. You're not married, you ain't married, you're single. So here's your scripture. You ready? Write this one down. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Mm-hmm. I want you to start at verse 32. Here's your scripture. I would like you to be free from concern. An unmarried person is concerned about the Lord's affairs, how he can please the Lord. But a married man is concerned about the affairs of this world how he can please his wife, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and his interests mm. are divided. Mm. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Did you not know that being single is actually an opportunity to have a whole mind? That when you are married, you cannot not be divided. Yes, sir. You have to care about her and it and them and then maybe you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Protection, providing, procreation, education. Yes, sir. The list goes on and on. And so a married man's wife and life is the same thing, right? And listen to what he says. He says he's concerned about the affairs of this world, how he can please his wife. It's almost as if Paul is saying Mm -hmm. that for a married person, your spouse is your world. Yeah. And that your mind has to be divided between what you said last week, 
your relationship being your first ministry and then coming in here and being effective mm -hmm. in your second ministry. Mm -hmm. But the good news for a single person yes, sir. is that you're not supposed to be using your singleness to get lit. Yep. It's, it's not for going out and turning up. Being single is not, according to King Joffrey Jofer, <laughs> to sow your royal oats. <laughs> your singleness is supposed to be a set time specified yes, to sir. be focused on the word of the Lord. Yes, sir. You can work for God yes, sir. all day long yes, sir. when you're single. Now, I know y'all don't want to hear that. Mm -hmm. I know you don't want to hear that because I know when you're single, you think about, mm-mm, I can go and come as I please. Mm -hmm. I ain't got to call nobody and check in. Uh, I can go out with my girlfriends and have wine, or I can go to my boys, and we can go to a cigar shop, and, mm -hmm. and we can be there all day. And all of that you can do. You can do that. After, After. <laughs> you serve the Lord. Yes, sir. Yes, what sir. are you doing for God <laughs> in your singleness? <laughs> because singleness has a reputation of being about selfishness. Yes, sir. I was in church on Sunday and I preached and I said, all the married women make some noise. They said, eh. I said, all the single women make some noise. They went crazy. Why is it that they're so excited? Because we believe, we believe that this is a time for us. This is a time for us to get to yeah. know us. This is a time for me to buy myself what I want and shop how I want and live what yeah. I want. Yeah. All of that's fine yeah. after. After. You serve after the Lord. What do you have to say about that, Pastor Hammond? <laughs> well, the Bible says only what we do for Christ will last. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so these <laughs> things that we do outside of that, they don't have the longevity. Uh, but I think, Pastor, even in this discussion, uh, it relates to both singleness and, and those are in committed relationships that uh, singles suffer with this same thing. We want people to, to want to hear our silence. Mm -hmm. uh, whether you're married or whether you're single, uh, it boils back down to communication. You you got to learn to communicate um, because when you're single, one of the things that stuck with me, you said, Pastor, before, is what do you do when your thoughts betray you? And I think for a lot of singles, um, they're in this this paradox of hearing thoughts of, am I good enough? Will I? How long am I going to be single? Mm. Uh, why am I still single? I'm the last girlfriend of the girlfriend's group to not mm. be married or this and that. And and your thoughts, if you allow them, they will betray you. And that's why the Bible says, let this mind be in you, mm -hmm. which was also in Christ Jesus. And so we've got we've to be in a single place. I think uh, back to what you were saying uh, in the beginning, our effectiveness is in our singleness because mm. we can then have the mind of Christ and having the mind of Christ, I can do more single with God than I can do married with children and all these other things because I've got to spread my attention. But I can do more. They, uh, your old preacher told me a young pastor can build a church, a single pastor can build a church quickly, young, because he doesn't. that's all he knows is the church. That's all he has to do is the church. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, what are you thinking, Pastor? Well, I, I, I was thinking because uh, I think when we talk about single, we, we assume that we're not married, being that I may not be married to you, but I'm still married to him. Oh, so, so, so we don't escape marriage in, in the sense of it all because, yeah, you don't have a person to worry about. You just have the father to worry about. Mm. So, yeah, in your relationship with God, 
Paul was saying, yeah, I would have it that you are all as I am. He said, be single because I can tend to the things of God. I can have my relationship with God. I'm still in fellowship with God. I'm still uh, being asked to do things as if I was in a marriage relationship. I still have a responsibility to uphold. I still got to communicate. I still have to operate in the love languages. I still got to give my words of affirmation. I still have to give my touch to him. I still have to give my gifts to him. Yes, sir. I still have to spend quality time with him. So really, you single, but you still not. Relationship. Man, yeah. you know what? That is crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. That's crazy good knowledge because I was just thinking that married people have a part to play, mm-hmm. but singleness is actually an audition. <laughs> Absolutely. It's an audition. He says that the singles should be about the things of the Lord. And then here's what 1 Corinthians 11 says. Now I want you to realize that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of the woman is man, and the head of Christ is God. And every man who prays or prophesies with his head covered Mm -hmm. dishonors him in the Lord. However, woman is not independent of man, nor is man independent Independent of woman. And it goes down and talks about how uh, the the man uh, is a small Lord. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So so when I say it is uh, an audition, see, when you're single, Mm -hmm. and especially if you're single, seeking to be found as a wife, how you act in singleness with your Lord yes, sir. will yes. be determined, determined by the head you get Come in on. your marriage. Wow. What, how you treat the capital Rabban. L-O-R-D <laughs> contributes to the lowercase L-O-R-D that he releases in your life. Woo. So how you treat the Lord yes, sir. Will, will determine yes, sir. what kind of Lord shows, up. Lord shows up. So, So I want you to know Mm-mm-mm. That as Pastor Torrance said, you're still in a relationship. You still got to speak well of him. Yes, sir. You still got to, Father, I stretch my hands to thee, no yes, other help. Sir. You still, you're in a relationship, and, and to which the, 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 the depths you go with God mm. will, will, will also be a reflection of the depths you will go with man. You know, I, I think um, that one of the highlights mm-hmm. of the discussion as relates to singleness, is that when we are alone, yes, sir. we don't recognize that that is also a part of a journey. Yes, yes. That society has made you believe yes, sir. that together means you're winning and on your own, it must be something wrong with you or no, you're suffering. No, no, sir. And both sides of the coins are part of a larger journey. Yeah, yeah. And how you manage both of them is important because Paul says for some of us, mm-hmm. whomever he was speaking to, he says, for me, you know, it's better to marry than to burn. But for <laughs> me, because I'm going to be building churches all across Asia mm-hmm. and because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm still doing my tent working business and because I got to mm-hmm. meet Silas mm-hmm. and because I got to I got to move around and go to the next city. I can't stay. I got to sh- shake the dust off of my feet and get to the next town. For me, it's best that I be single because of how my life is set yes, up. Sir. And I think that people want a relationship that's not set up for their life. Woo. That you have to make sure that your life 
It's set up for your relationship, and your relationship is set up for your life. And a lot of us have failed because our mission didn't match up with our ministry. Oh, my. That our mission opposed our marriage, that our mission, what we wanted, we wanted it so bad. Yeah. You know, I, I see people do this in corporations and CEOs. Yeah. You, can, you can spend 16 hours at the office yeah. and buy a mansion and have seven cars mm-hmm. and then come home and be lonely. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Have you ever seen that show called Wife Swap? Yes, sir. And they take a a, a well-to-do family and mix it with a housewife, and she comes in and she has to teach them that the stuff doesn't matter. And then the wife or the husband who has will go into the other home and try to provide and buy them. And they're saying, we don't want nothing but your time. (laughs) They have to make sure that the marriage, the ministry, the mission, that it all corresponds. Mm, mm, mm. Otherwise, you will be building something that your life cannot wow. sustain. My Pastor, you, you dived into that, and I think that's so key. People um, will look at singles to compatibility instead of mission-minded. Mm. Are we on the same mission? Uh, is, if my mission is to feed the homeless, but your, your mission is to fly around the world, well, well, maybe that's a correlation. Maybe we can fly around the world together and feed mm. the homeless. Mm. But I think it brings division when our when there's no unity of mission. And I, I like that what you said. That was that wow. was so impactful. Wow. Well, here, here's what here's what Solomon says. Now we know Solomon to be the wisest man. So if you believe Solomon is wise, and you read yes. Proverbs, you got to hear what he says in the Song of Solomon, chapter three, verse five. He mm-hmm. says, "Daughters of Jerusalem," mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you don't live in Jerusalem. So let me say, "Daughters, Daughters of Texas." Yes, sir. Daughters of Florida, daughters of California, daughters of Georgia, daughters of New York. Listen, daughters and sons, I charge you by the gazelles and by the does of the field, do not arouse or awaken love until it is so desired. Don't awaken love until it's so desired. In other words, if you ever watch National Geographic and you watch the gazelles and the does, they always prancing around and hopping, mm-hmm. jumping around, jumping around. In other words, he's saying, listen, don't be jumping around trying to find love until it's so desires to be found. Don't be trying to get married until it is your season. Don't, don't, try, don't, don't be hopping around trying to get chose. That's the generation. Yeah, yeah. Don't be trying to get until love so desires. So desires. To be found until it so desires to be awakened. You can awake. There is no need to awaken love if your heart is still asleep. If your heart still has grudges in it, leave love sleep. If you still dating the person you broke up with, and by that I mean don't mean physically. That means that y'all broke up, but you're still angry with them, and you're still hating them, and you're still talking about them. Let love sleep until your conversation can change. Let love sleep until you no longer have to tell your side of the story. Let love sleep until you don't think about that person and get angry. Let love sleep until you stop checking his status on social media. Let love sleep because you cannot awaken love if your heart is still sleep. What y'all got to say about that? <laughs> you bring it to heat. You Come bring on. it to heat, Reverend. Because that is the truth. Don't waken it up. Don't wake it up yeah. until it's time. Until it's you know, time. you know, Pastor, it, it's, it's some people out here who would say, 
I, I'm, what about me? I, I believe God has called me to, to singleness. There's some people out there like that. Yes. That, that. That marriage isn't even something that that's on the top of their head. Like, like I know that's that I'm... Biblical. Yeah, it's, 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 it's the eunuch. Yeah. And if, in Matthew 19, it talks about that rest. In, uh, in the message version. You had a message version on yours? I can get it. What do you want? Matthew 19, uh, 11 through 12. Matthew 19, 19 11, 11 through 12. 12. Yeah, I, I, and read that, man. I'm telling you, read, I, I want, and I want to hear your perspective on that because it's talking about, it's, it's, it starts off talking about marriage, but it goes into singleness. Matthew 19, 11 through 12? Yeah. But Jesus said, not everyone is mature enough to live a married life. It requires a certain aptitude and grace. Good God Almighty. Marriage isn't for everyone. Yeah. Some from birth seemingly never give marriage a thought. Yeah. Others never get asked or accepted. And some decide not, not to get, get married, married for, kingdom. for kingdom reasons. Oh, my God. But if you're capable of growing into the largeness of marriage, do it. Jesus the Christ. I'm handing it to you. Don't hand that to me, Rabbi. I am done. That I'm is done with major that. because I never thought about marriage having a size. Woo. That for some people, marriage is too big. Yeah. And that some have never even thought, thought about, about it. it. Some are never even asked or accepted. Or even accepted. And he wasn't saying that, Reverend, to, to, to condemn. Right, no. He was saying that it's okay. Yeah. It's okay that this is your lane right here. Singleness. Right. And he said some chose to be single for kingdom reasons. For kingdom reasons. And it's okay if this is what God has called you to, accept that, be effective. That's it. Be effective in what he's called you to. Marriage may not be your thing, and that's all right. But if God has called you to singleness, just know you still marry. And here's one thing that you can add in the scripture. 1 Corinthians 7, 17. This is for both single and married people. It doesn't matter if you're single. It doesn't matter if you're married. This scripture's for you. Yes, here's sir. what the Bible says Ooh, in 1 Corinthians go. 7 and 17. And don't be wishing <laughs> you were someplace else or with someone else. <laughs> Where you are right now is God's place for you. I'm done. That's it, <laughs> Where you are right now. Listen. You better hear that word of the Lord. <laughs> Talk to him. Where you are is where you're supposed to be. Is it, does it have sound on that camera? Because I don't know if they heard nothing Ooh, you said. Say I'm it again. Hey, go, go back. Let me, let me go back to this camera. <laughs> you better hear that. Where you are is where you're supposed to be. Listen. 1 Corinthians seven seventeen. Ooh. And don't be wishing you were someplace else or with someone else. Where you are right now is God's place for you. Live and obey and love and believe right there. Listen, here's the, be here's the best part. This is the C part. God, not your marital status, defines you. Woo. I wish we could I'm drop these mics. They're too high, dollar. We can't do a mic drop. Yeah, yeah, you need to hear that. The Bible is true. It's so here's one thing we know about God. the scripture. It is inerrant. Yes, sir. Which means there is no error. No and error. according to the scripture, not one jot or tittle. Come on, come on. So, so that means we can stand on this, right? Stand on. And don't be wishing you were someplace else Man. or with someone else Man. 
where you are right now is right where God wants you to be in this season. That is Bible. And your worth is not defined by your marital status. But by God. My God. And let me tell you, when I read that. value don't go. When I read that. All of the guilt and shame fell off. Man. When I recognize that we are not defined, defined by our, by our marital status, status, but by God. God. By God. Heaven. Man. It doesn't matter if you're married. People that want to be married to God now. If it don't matter if you're married, married it doesn't matter if you're single. Your relationship does not define who you are. Reverend. Whatever somebody, season you're in. Somebody been helped today. Even if it's a single season. Yes, sir. Be content. Be content. Be content. Paul said, I've learned my God. In whatever state I'm in, therewith to be content. That That does I remember one time saying somebody said it didn't matter what he Paul said about the state, so that means he was content if he was in Florida, he was content (laughs) if he was in Wisconsin. (laughs) No, it is not talking about location. Paul said, I've learned to be content. That means that whatever fashion I'm in. Condition. Whatever condition, whatever whatever circumstance I'm in, I've learned therewith to be content because me, I've been both a base and a bound. bound. That's Bible, Reverend. Come on. I've been with and without. I've been up, I've been down. I've been married, I've been divorced. I've had children in the house. I've had children out of the house. Uh, We were newlyweds and now we've been married 50 years. I've been both. My God. I've been both, and I'm not defined by whether it lasts five years or 50 years. I'm I'm still defined by God God. even if I make it to year 50. My God. That you cannot put your identity in what button you can click when it says status. My God. And that your married friends ain't better than you, and your single friends ain't happier than you. My God. That they are free, not because they are single, but who the son has set free, free is free, free indeed. indeed. You're not even free because you're single. You're free because God My sets you free. God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that you're not lonely because you're alone and somebody else Hallelujah. has company because they have somebody in the house. Because I'm telling you, I can introduce you to people who have been married for years and still feel lonely in their own homes. You are defined by God. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul, for setting somebody free watching today. Thank you for setting somebody free because especially for those of us who've grown up in church, they always ask you, when are you going to get married? First conversation. conversation. Uh, Why your marriage didn't last. But it didn't last because I was immature. It didn't last because I quit. But I'm not defined by that. I'm not defined by that. Hallelujah. I'm defined by God. Hallelujah. And I'm going to serve him till I die. Yeah. If you're always looking for the next season in your life, you'll let the one and its fruit pass you by. Hallelujah. And its fruit. Yes, sir. If I'm always looking past the season I'm in, not only do I miss the season, I miss the fruit. fruit. Lord have mercy. I miss what the season has to offer. It's the joy of watching the growth of the season. Mm. One of my, my sisters has a garden in the backyard. And uh, she came up to the church today to bring Miss Jackie some green beans that she had grown mm-hmm. in the backyard. Well, she told me, she says, that was just my first batch. I'll get two more this season. <laughs> the harvest is coming, Rip. <laughs> she said, I got, I, got, I, got two, I got two more batches coming this season because when you were in the moment, yes, sir. 
you have to realize that you haven't gotten everything out of your present moment. You're looking ahead to another season, and you haven't squeezed all of the juice out of the lemon you got in your hand. God, come on. Talk. Preach. Oh, man. There is more in this season that you can get out of this season. If you will stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, don't always be anxious to get to the next season. Sometimes you need to stand still and enjoy where you are, whether you are single or where you are married. According to Paul, you are right where you are supposed to be. Squeeze it all out. Get everything you can out of this season. Hallelujah. Not always looking for the next season. The Bible says, I think it's Psalms 34, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. Yes, sir. Is that right? Yes, sir. That he's, he's close to the brokenhearted. Yes, sir. And, and he rescues those who are, who are crushed in spirit. Yes, sir. Wherever you are, mm. he's available. He's available. He's coming. Wherever you are, you are right where you're supposed to be. So single person, you're fine. Married people, you're good. Single people. You're not less than. Married people, you're no better than. We're all where God wants us to be. A lot of times, what we don't realize is that all of our relationships suffer from our original relationship with God. Yes, sir. That's true. That's true. And if it's not God, it was a relationship because most current relationships, if not all of them, suffer from past relationships. So the current church can't get all of you because the past church hurt you. And so you didn't come to this church to work. You came here to sit because mm. mm. you don't want to open yourself up to mm. be vulnerable again to be hurt. Mm. I wonder why it is that we will allow the people who hurt us to get all of us. And we won't allow the people who God sent to help us to get some of us. (laughs) That we will close off breakers. Breakers. Man, I can't get that out of my head. (laughs) That we will shut off breakers for the people that God has sent us in our future because of a power surge or power struggle (laughs) that we endured in our past. (laughs) I don't know what made you compare love to a breaker box but it revolutionized yes sir my perspective of my heart yes sir you couldn't imagine how many people you just helped yes sir by being vulnerable enough to admit that you have switched some of the switches off the bible lets us know that we are right where, where wants God wants us to be. And it's important for us to learn this because like the doe and the gazelle, God doesn't want us leaping and jumping from one thing to the next. But that we should just let love sleep until she so desires to find us. Mm-hmm. Just let her sleep. You don't have to look for it. Just prepare for it. That's what I want you to do. And I, I get in trouble for this because uh, we, I tell women, you know, dress yourself up and go out of the door and be ready at all times. Yeah. And then they do it for two weeks and then they come and tell me I ain't a prophet because it didn't happen yet. Let love <laughs> sleep. Let it sleep. 
until his soul <laughs> desires to find you and you can't give up. I want, I want you to get up every day. Look your best when you walk out of the door. Yes, sir. You, you don't ever know who's going to be buying ham at the same time you buying bread. You better make sure that, that you go bread. out looking your best. Ooh, that Hawaiian bread. You, you don't know who's going to be pumping gas at the same time that your tank is almost on E. Go out looking yeah. your best. Yeah. They say, can I pump your gas? You never know who's going to be getting their car washed at the same time as you. You never know. So then let patience have a perfect work that you might be entire, wanting nothing. Pastor Hammond, when you think about this, and I think we're going to close it down here because um, I feel the spirit of the Lord in here. There's somebody who's single right now who wants what you have. They say, man, I can't wait until I can say I'm married 28 mm. years. Can you give them an idea of mm. what it takes to get from there to here? You just said it takes <laughs> a lot of patience. <laughs> it takes love that you don't even have. <laughs> Meaning you can give a person love from you, but your love at some point, you're going to run out of it. Yes, and if you're not connected to Christ, you won't have the supply of love to supplement the love that you ran out of. So back to what he said about being single. If you're just single, it's not a, it's not a sentence or indictment against you. You have enough love for you and enough love for Christ. And together, you can make a difference. Wow. Pastor Torrance, the Bible says, but if you do marry... You have not sinned. And if a virgin marries, mm -hmm. she has not sinned. Mm -hmm. But those who marry will face many troubles in this life. And Paul says, I want to spare you. <laughs> Matthew 1911, not everyone can accept this word, yes, but only those to whom it has been given. Yes, sir. I'm going to say something and I'm going to give you the final word. I think it's time that the church understands that according to the scripture, that a marriage relationship is not valued more by God than singleness. Woo. That God values both of them equally. Yes, sir. And he would that you would be one yeah. or, the, or the, other. the other. Yes, sir. Speak on that, Pastor. Reverend, you said a mouthful right there. Because both states, position, or conditions are well in God's sight. Marriage is well with God, but singleness is well with God. And to know through the scripture that was given on today that God does not want you to desire to be in another place. He has you right where you are. Well, whether that be marriage or whether that be single, just know that you are well with God. All is well with him. Don't go looking for anything too soon. Don't try to make anything happen that shouldn't be happening. Just know that he's got you right all is well. where you are. All is well with him. Listen, I don't know if you guys did, but I honestly absolutely felt the presence of the Holy man, Spirit. Man, we did. And I think that people online 
have had an encounter with God. And I think that Absolutely. we have made some things clear yes, sir. that have been cloudy and convoluted according to our theology, yeah. our religious dogma, and just flat out our religious traditions. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wherever you are, wherever. I don't care what they're saying about you online. I don't care what your friends are saying in the circle. Can I tell you, you are right where God wants you to be, and you have to be okay with that. Yes, sir. I know what you want. I know what yes, you sir. desire. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of the things that you desire shall be added, be added. unto you. I pray that we were helpful. Hallelujah. I pray that we were impactful. Hallelujah. I pray that something was said today that would illuminate your heart and be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. We've labored in the gospel today to ensure that you can see yourself properly. And I pray that the enemy would not steal these seeds from your ground. In Jesus' name we pray. I want you to get your gift ready right now. I want you to get it ready right now because I always know when we've got good ground to sow into. Yes, sir. We don't have time to wait because the, the, the Pastor Torrance, I hear the Holy Spirit saying yes, that the water is troubled. The water is troubled. The water is troubled. Listen, the best investment you will ever make is into the person you choose to be your mate. Hallelujah. And this seed that you're releasing right now, for those of you who are married, I want you to sow it into the health and wellness of the person you're in love with. And for those of you who are waiting on God to send you somebody, I'm sowing, I'm sowing right now so that that person will come with the same alignment of destiny and methodology and message. And those who understand that it is the will of God that you stay single, I'm praying that you will have opportunities, ample opportunities yes. to serve yes. God yes. into your heart's desire and content. I pray that first... Corinthians 7 and 17 will reign true that you will understand that you, yes, are, you are right where you are yes, supposed God. to be. Get that seed ready. Get it ready because it's going to produce fruit. And don't rush past this moment to get to the next moment. This isn't the time to press leave. This isn't the time to press in. This isn't the time to swipe up and get this off of your screen. This is the time to stand still and hear the voice of the Lord. There is a seed that is about to be planted Hallelujah. that is going to produce fruit in your life for years to come. Hallelujah. In this season. Get ready. Get ready. Get that seed ready. Another batch. This is the moment. This is the moment. Yes, I promise sir. you. You know, you've been watching me for years. You've Some never. You you very rarely see me do it like this. Get ready. I believe yes. this is a rhema moment. Yes, sir. yes, sir. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. You might not believe me, but we're sitting in this room, and the wind of the Holy Spirit has dropped the temperature. Yes, God. Woo. Are you ready? God touched that gift in that hand at this moment. Mm. This relationship thing has some of them tormented, yes, whether they're in or out. Yes. But bring clarity, freedom, glory, glory. Hallelujah. And let this mind that is in us. Be also in Christ Jesus. Yes, sir. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And amen. Be blessed. Amen.
We'll see you next week.